am Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology, and I'm still telling it like it is. What I'd like for you to do is to share this program on your social media, on your pages, on whatever it is, with your friends, family, enemies, and whatever. And remember, the information in order to get in touch with me is at the will be at the bottom of the screen. And any questions or while we're uh, uh, any questions that you might have, be a feel free to ask them and I will answer them on the program. I call this still telling it like it is because there's issues that I've talked about over the past 40 years and I'm still telling it like it is because we are slow of getting things. The Bible said, uh, Paul, uh, Jesus and Paul both said, you are just slow in learning and understanding. Today, <clears throat> we're gonna talk about believers or Christians or uh, even those that are in the kingdom that walk around in guilt and walk around in different feelings and emotions that they have and some of the things that happen. I think I talked a little bit a couple, couple weeks back on how parents feel sometimes guilty because of how their children do things and how their children act and stuff. And I want you to know right off, you know, you are not responsible for how your children act. Uh, you know, it's, it's so interesting. There was three of us in the family and how I saw my mother, my father died when I was very young, how I saw my mother and how my brother saw my mother and how my sister saw my mother were three different were three different ways. They saw her as she was sweet and kind to them and she gave them whatever it was that she could give them. Me, she wasn't so. I am really grateful of the way that it was that she did because she probably didn't realize it, but my temperament and the person and the apostle that was in me needed to go through those things so that I could have the right attitude that was necessary to have to be able to do what it is that I do today. So every situation, here it is, the Bible says in the book of Corinthians, he says, there is no situation but what is common to man, that, that but God is faithful and he has prepared you. He has placed on the inside of you the ability for you to be able to go through, for you to be able to, to uh, 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 traverse through whatever situation and come out victorious. I am so glad for my upbringing. I mean, I, I look at it and think, oh gosh, it would have been great if my father, if this, it would have been great if that. But God knew the circumstances. He knew the situations. He knew all of that. He knew the things that I was going to go through. And he's a greater father. My father, God, the king, my king and my Lord, he's a greater father than Ben Carter could have ever been. Ben Carter was great. I really, I mean, my father left me a, a, a legacy in letting me know that I could do whatever it was that I needed to do. He let me know that I was stronger than I thought I was. He let me know how to love people. He had, he was a man of love. He loved people and he would give, he was a giver. So the few years that I had him, the few years that I, I, said I was able to see, and then the stories that people told about him, how Ben would give the shirt off of his back, which I don't see why he needs to do that, but at any rate, 
how he would feed people, how he would buy things for people and all. And I took that, I, I, I took that in, in itself. And he let me know that he let uh, it be known. My mother told a story when she had told him, she says, Ben, you know, uh, you would give away your last. He let her know, Ellen, my last is never my last. He let it be known that there was never a time that God would run out of stuff. And he did believe in God. It wasn't to the degree that uh, he didn't have all the illumination. He didn't have all the revelation and the insight that I might have and you may have. But what he did, he used what it was that he had. You know, uh, I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about some things in the Bible and how it is that Christianity, people of God, saints of God, believers and all of that, what it is that we look for right now and how it is that we are missing it. We're missing our opportunity to be stronger than we think. Uh, um, here it is that we sometimes we, we think that um, uh, we're where uh, we, we want such an experience. We want uh, an over emotional mood uh, of, uh, we want the culture of where it is that we are to feel good about God. When here it is, it, let me just read this to you. Many demand that Christianity be more than a commitment to, uh, to, to Messiah. Uh, it must be an exhilarating experience. In other words, I must have all these explosions. I must pretend like everything is perfect. Everything is so right. Everything is great. How are you doing? Oh, I'm just blessed going here and going there and whatever it is. Uh, when people ask me, how are you or how are you doing today? Many times I don't even answer them. Because some of the times here it is, they don't really want to know. They want to hear me make some kind of bold uh, confession. What I'm not about, I, I ain't feeling that today. What do you want? What do you need? How can I help you? That's my answer. And it's like sometimes people get offended because they say, well, I asked you how you were. And I asked you what you wanted. Because how I am and how maybe I haven't had time to tell myself how I am. I remember something I, met, I read about Smith Wigglesworth. He said, when people ask him how you are, he says, I don't ask Smith how he is. I tell him how he is. And many times I haven't had, sometimes I answer the phone and I haven't had time to tell myself or I haven't made time to tell myself how it is that I'm going to be that day. I want you to understand something. Your emotions will go in the direction that you tell yourself. Out of the abundance of my heart, out of the abundance of my thoughts, that's where my mouth is going to speak. And so if, if I spend the time letting myself know how it is that I'm going to feel, how it is that I'm going to act, how it is that I'm going to react today, no matter what happens, then I find that my day is a better thing, no matter what problems I come up with, I come up against. Don't you think that must have been what Paul did? Don't you think that must have been what Jesus did? Don't you think that must have been what, what Philip did? Don't you think that that must have been what, what Stephen did? They had already told themselves, no matter what kind of stuff I go through, I'm not going to let it be bigger than the one that's on the inside of me. And I think we make that big mistake. If you don't feel God's presence, oh, I just don't feel God today. I don't feel him. If you don't, I mean, there's so many days that I don't feel God. 
There's a lot of days I do not feel God. In fact, there's a lot of days I don't feel me. I ain't feeling it, Baker. I'm not feeling it, you know, but it doesn't matter how I feel. It matters what I say to myself and it matters what I think. Your thoughts, people do what they do because they believe what they believe and people don't do what they should do because they believe what they believe. Your belief, what it is that you think and how it is that you think is a, uh, 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 it, it, my God, it is so, so, so important to what happens in your life. If they're not, uh, uh, if you're not on an emotional high, if you're not able to, this is the reason that people have all this funky music, all this music in the church that, or in the congregational meetings that have nothing to do with God himself, but all it is is feel-good music. It's almost like the music that I used to, I used to, to jump to out there. Uh, it has nothing to do with God, has nothing to do with worshiping him. So why is it <coughs> that we do what we do? <clears throat> I want to feel it. So I'm going to these meetings so that I can feel the way I need to feel. When people leave the meeting, did you get anything out of that? No, I didn't feel that. I didn't feel that it was anointed. I didn't feel this. I didn't feel this. Here is one of the things of it is, is this. When I go someplace, when I go to a meeting, I don't care what's going on with me. If I don't tell myself what it is that I'm going for, I am going to this meeting because I have something to give. I am going to this meeting and I'm going to put everything into it. I am going to this meeting. I am going to this place. I am going to this interaction because something in me, whatever is in me that God wants to use for somebody else, I am available. When it means that I have already spent time pouring into me. And when I go empty, oh my Lord Jesus. The few times that I have done that, I mean, it's like misery. I'm here. When are they going? I mean, I find myself being critical. I find myself finding fault. <laughs> I find myself feeling sorry for myself. I feel I find myself sitting there acting like I wish this was over. Why did I spend the time and the money coming? Why is that? What happens is this, my thoughts are not connected with him. I went into that with my mind, not the mind of Christ. Think about that. If you went in with the mind of Christ, then you would have gone in with the mind of God and you would have gone in and your words and your actions would have been those that God wants you to have, okay? Um, if they're not, if continually at emotional high, they conclude that the reality of their faith has departed. I ain't got no faith today because I'm not feeling it. Um, my faith is undependable. My faith don't work. My faith is not contributing anything. I didn't get what it is that I thought I wanted. I didn't get what I wanted. They didn't do what it was that needed to be done. God didn't heal my child yet. God didn't do this to this family. God didn't do this. God didn't do this. God didn't do this. God didn't do this. Why hasn't God done this yet? This is This has not happened. And here it is. What happens is this. We start to complain. These are the thoughts that are going on in the head. And then out of the abundance of the head, out of the abundance of the heart of the head, the mouth is starting to speak. And throughout the Bible, uh, you know, uh, um, much greater emphasis on the knowledge 
that is on knowledge and emotion. He says, with all of your getting, get understanding. And you know, you're, you're praying, God, allow me to have the wisdom, the knowledge and the understanding of the inner workings of who you are. I'm in you and you're in me. I am seated in you, Jesus. I am seated in you, uh, Messiah, in the heavenlies. And you are in me through the power of Holy Spirit. So that means that the kingdom of God, because the spirit of God is the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is in me and he's operating. He's operating. He wants to be a smooth operator. He wants to operate in and through us so that he can do what it is that he is to do. And that is to reveal the Christ. That is to reveal Jesus in the earth. That is me picking up my cross daily. Sometimes just picking up my cross daily means that I have to allow myself to feel, to do things whether I feel like it or not. I don't feel like it all the time. I don't feel like I feel good all the time. I don't feel like I want to do this, but it's not about my feelings. It's about my choices. I choose how I will feel about every situation and every circumstance. Now listen to that again. You choose how you will feel about it. And even if you don't feel good about it, you choose what you will do about it, what you will do with it and how you will act or react. I'm not a reactor anymore. I used to react to things that people said. And what happened was this. I was constantly in drama. I was constantly in misery. I was constantly in, in the place of saying, why did they say that to me? Why did they act that way towards me? Why did they do that? These are the thoughts and out of your mouth comes all these things. And then you start to remember last week, I think it was, I talked about how it is that you remember things from the past. You know, that's the same way my mother used to treat me. That's the same rejection. I had all that rejection when I was a child. They rejected me. And so here it is. Now I'm rejected. I'm rejected by this one. I'm rejected by this one. I'm rejected by this one. What is wrong? Why am I doing this? Why is this happening? And then we go along with a spirit of rejection. It's because you don't even know who you are. You have chosen to ignore who God says that you are. And then we go ahead and quote, I am who God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. I can be, I can hear, I can do all of that sort of stuff. But whatever it is, we don't pay any attention to it. We find uh, we have many specific emotions expressed and underscored throughout the Bible, from rage to fear, from elation, from depression. And we see behaviors ranging from being ecstatic, dancing, uh, uh, wailing of deep despair, and one of the most profound revealing verses in all the scriptures is two little words in John uh, 11, 35, where it says Jesus wept. He wept. And uh, uh, when we are gripped of negative emotions or anger or fear or sorrow or looking at it and thinking, why can't they get it? Why don't they get it? Why don't they receive this love? Why don't they, you know, love and unity. I'm a part of Love and Unity. It's it's um, council. I'm I'm blessed to be to be that. Um, one of the things of it is is this. It's not just talking about the love going out, but it's the love receiving it. 
if we don't receive the love of God, and if we don't see ourselves in unity with God, how are we ever going to have love and unity towards one another? It'll never happen. But you see, one of the things that each of these council people have to have, each of the one of the things that we have to have, we got to be confident in who it is that we are. We can't run around with all of, I mean, you can have an insecurity, but that insecurity has to be dealt with. I remember a couple of weeks ago or whenever it was, um, Apostle Eddie had, <laughs> he had said something to me that, that, that um, uh, could have hurt my little feelings. And I'm saying, what did he mean by that? How did he mean that? And then what happened was I got on the phone and I started to talk to him. I didn't even think about the thing that I was thinking about. I just heard his voice and I heard the love of his voice and, 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 and he heard mine. And so all of that that was going on within me, all of it left. Why is that? Because we have this unity. We have this thing. And I, I, I felt the love. I mean, I knew the love in his voice. I didn't necessarily have to feel it, have to see it. He didn't have to tell me, I love you. I love you. But it was because we are one. We are one in God. We are one in, 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 in this thing, this thing, this place called in Christ. We are one in that. And so therefore, Words were not even necessary. I couldn't even remember what it was that I was feeling or going through, but I did something. Instead of talking about it, I called to talk to him and I was going to talk to him about whatever it was, but it never even came to that because once I heard his voice, uh, uh, and, and and once we started to have this conversation, what happened was this, that lie that lie, that lie, that false thought that wasn't my thought in the first place, but a thought that the adversary had thrown there, it had to melt. Why? Because that perfect love cast out fear. It was probably some kind of fear that whatever it was, was not thus and so or whatever. But when you have that perfect love of God and you have the unity of God, that you're in union with God and with union with your fellow man, you can't lose. It does not matter. And so therefore your words are not those words of criticism. Your words are not those words of complaints. Your words are not those words of fear. Okay. Uh, when we're in grips of emotions, such as uh, anger, fear, or grief, uh, sometimes we wonder, why did God give us these emotions? He gave us all kinds of emotions so that we would need him. Okay. Uh, what possible function could they serve? Wouldn't we be a lot better off if we didn't experience so many painful emotions? No, he said, uh, look at, look at, uh, I think it's Isaiah 53, Isaiah 54. Here it is. He talked about, he already took those things and he allows us to go through these things so that we say, you know what? You've already taken this. I'm in you and you're in me. And these don't have to be negative. These are things, these are things that are common to man, but you have made a way of escape. God, I thank you that I know you love me. And I thank you that I know that you have given people to love me, that I get to love them. And then I start to pour my love out towards them. And then I forget about those things. It's not so much that 
this is really interesting. He says, it's not so much that you love me, but that you, that I love you. You didn't choose me. I chose you. And in that, here it is as the Jesus part of what it is that I'm to walk through. Here it is. I get to choose to release that love to others. And that is a fabulous thing. But here it is. More people deal with this one than you could ever imagine. Guilt serves as a warning that there is sin and self-defeating behavior in our life. Here it is. Why is it sin? Sin is self-defeating. Okay, I'm defeated. So therefore, uh, uh, it's actually a sin because what do they call it? Missing the mark missing the mark of recognizing who it is that you are. It's stepping down from the place. It's stepping down from the position in which it is that you see. If I'm in him, if he and I are one, if we're enmeshed together, together, when you've seen me, you've seen Jesus. When you've seen Jesus, you've seen me. When I look in his face, when I look face to face with him, I see my face in his and he sees his, he sees uh his face in me. So here it is. We're one. And when we when we walk in this guilt, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. Oh my God, I didn't pray enough. Oh my gosh, I, I didn't. I didn't tell. I I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't pray enough. I didn't read enough Bible today. Oh my God, I missed it. I missed it. I'm guilty. I I I I didn't do what I was supposed to do with that person over there. I didn't do this. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. You spent all of those words talking about what you didn't, but you forgot the things that you did, and you you forgot to 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 realize. You chose not, you didn't forget, you chose not to realize how perfected he is in you. I am the righteousness of God. I am the righteousness of God. And he has done everything that is necessary in me to make sure that I'm not moving in my own righteousness, that I'm moving in his righteousness. So since I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus, I'm stepping out of Jesus See, here it is. Apostle Cal talked on uh, Monday, I think it was. He talked on Monday about the fact of how we go. We want to go in and out of the tabernacle, in and out of the holy place. God does not intend for us to go in and out. That's not a place. That's that's not that's not a, 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 a roaming door. So that you you know, it's not that like those doors that was in the bars on the cowboy movies, you know, uh, uh, slinging doors. It's a place to go in and stay. Fear can serve as a self-protection. We already know that where you have inside of you that fight or that flight type of a thing. But one of the things of it is, is this. Many people walk in guilt. Many people walk in and, and live in a place of I shoulda, woulda, coulda. You know, I let people know something. You know, uh, I, I, I've told this story a number of times where my son told me you weren't the greatest mother in the world. And I told him you weren't the best son either. You know, uh, whatever it is you thought of me. You can think it. That's your choice. But I guarantee you, I am not going to try and prove to you how great I was. The day that I start to try and do that, then I, I, he becomes my, he becomes my judge because he gets to judge whether I'm living up to his standards. 
Are you out of your mind? There are people every day trying to prove to their children, trying to prove to their husband, trying to prove to their wife, trying to prove to their neighbor just how much they did this and they did this. You cannot prove it. A person has to choose to believe it. I choose to believe that you love me. I choose to believe this. I choose to believe this. There is no definite. There is no one that you can know for a fact. I know they love me, except when you make that choice. You see, I know that I am loved. I know that God loves me. I know that Apostle Eddie loves me. I know that Apostle Cal loves me. I know this. How do I know this? I know it. Because number one, you can't stop me from knowing it. I know it. What have they done to prove? I know it. I know that I'm loved. And they know that I love them. They know that I love them. There's nobody that can tell them I, I, I don't. And so therefore, I don't care what you choose to say. That person is not loving. That person is not caring. You a lie coming from the pit of hell because I already know that they are. See, you see, it, 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 it cannot. So why would I try to prove to my son? And I used to do that. I used to try to prove that I loved him or that I loved this daughter or that I love this one. And I gave up on that. I said, you know what? That's too much work. That is just too much work and they keep judging. And here it is. What happens is this. I help them to go and sin. Why is that? Because what is it? Matthew 7, 1, judge not for you yourself will be judged with the same judgment. It's one of those, I don't know, uh, with the same judgment that you judge, it's going to come back upon you again. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to put anybody in that position. I am not going to be in that position. Uh, I don't think you love me. Okay. I was, when I was married in the Lord, um, uh, my husband used to constantly, he would say, I don't believe you love me. I said, okay. What are you going to do about that? Nothing. You already told me something. You don't believe. You don't believe that I love you. If you don't believe it, what can I do to change your belief? I can't do anything. It's my choice what it is that I'm going to believe. I choose to believe that you love me. I choose to believe that. It's my choice as what it is that I believe. I, if, I, if I say to God, I don't believe that you really saved me. I don't believe that I'm saved. So I have to say these, this prayer, this whatever it is that people keep repeating, I have to say this over and over. I don't believe that I'm saved. I don't believe that I'm saved. I don't believe it. See, but I know that I am. I believe it. People do what they do. So my actions and reactions are out of this. When people keep talking about the same problem with the same emotion and the same thing, no matter what, here it is. This is going on with my kid. Here it is that this is going on here. Here it is that this is going on here. They don't believe anything is going to change. It could change, but they will never see it. Okay. Last story because I'm almost out of time. You remember the story with the prophet? And here it is. I think it was Elijah or Elisha, um, one or the other. 
uh, here it is that they were saying that the, there it was the king and they were starving and the lepers uh, went and, and, and the Armenians or whoever it was here, the Armenians had, fled, had fled and all of they left all of these different things. And so the lepers came and told them, but the prophet had told them the day before, he says, tomorrow, this will be this and you'll be able to buy this for this. And the man stood, the man that the king stood on his arm. He says, I don't believe it. If all of this could happen, if the heavens open up, there would not be enough. And the prophet says, oh, since you chose not to believe, it will happen, but you will never partake of it. It happened. And as the people started to stampede, they stampede him. Isn't it really interesting that there the king was and they stampede his arm, uh, armor, whatever the person, he, they stampeded him, but everybody else made it. Why? Because they chose to believe. I submit to you today that you say what you say because you believe what you believe. Many times you're making the same confession over and over. You're living in the past. Today, I want to help you. I want to, I hope this has assisted you with being able to say, you know what? I'm going to obey the Bible. I'm going to not walk in the sin. I'm going to forget those things that are behind. I take every emotion of it and I send it back to where it was. I, I put that behind me. I take the emotions. I take the feelings. I take the belief of it. I am free from this. And I will not bring this thing up again until I have no feelings, no emotions about it. And the only reason that I speak it is to help somebody else get through. And I guarantee you, as you speak to it, and when that thought comes, you speak to it. You get in a mirror. You find a mirror. You find whatever it is that you and you speak to it. And you say, oh, no, you won't. No, you won't. The feelings of that is gone. They are behind. I have flushed them down the toilet. It is worth as much to me as what I put in the toilet. I'm flushing you because now I am free. The sun has made me free. Now watch me walk in those actions. And my time Yep, my time is up. If this has been any uh, assistance to you, any spiritual or emotional or psychological help to you, and you want to seed into this ministry, the information is there that you can do that by Zelle, by phone, by whatever. Any questions that you have, please feel free to call or to uh, text us, email us, do whatever it is that you'd like to do. And this is Apostle Baker, and I'll be back next week when I'm here still telling it like it is. Bye-bye.